This is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Pool Together is the world's number one no-loss prize savings account. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. You're listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. I'm your host, Hot Mike, uh, a.k.a. Millie Yearly, a.k.a. Tim, a.k.a. PoolyCon Afterglow is still shining from my face. And I'm here with Joaquin from Wooey. Wooey, which is very similar to Pool Together. And I was so excited to talk to you. We had we had a conversation a couple of months ago, and uh, and we were and I, and just the way that you, you've taken Wooey is like very cool. And so I'm so excited to talk about this uh, savings account prize winning thing. But I wanted to hear first about your origins into crypto, Joaquin. How'd you even get here? And then uh, how did Wooey start? Yeah, sure. So we actually got into crypto around 2018. Basically, as a way of investment, speculating, as mostly people get into crypto. Uh, and during a couple of years, it was just like that. But after, I think it was in the beginning of 2021 or something like that, we, we started getting more into the technology side and the blockchain side of crypto. And started working and understanding what can we use from this technology to make something for our own. And obviously, as, as most people during 2021, with all the DeFi fever, uh, we went like full DeFi DGen <laughs> going everywhere. So it was a actually very, very funny experience. And with all the, I suppose, the hits everyone got in, in that uh, era, but it was a very interesting experience. So how do you get into crypto? Well, thanks for asking. No one ever asks me, Joaquin. And, and you know, but this isn't about me. This isn't about me. But I got into crypto in 2019 and 2020. I got like I have a buddy who I would meet him. We would meet for breakfast once a week and just kind of hang out and talk. And he was like, you got to get into Ethereum. And so I dabbled. But I got a little frustrated that I couldn't do much. Like I was I did like the I actually deposited in a pool together and I swapped via Uniswap and um, you know, I was able to do a little bit of things, got an ENS and um, look, learned a little bit about DAOs. But I but I just didn't I was like, OK, that's, I'm done now. So what do I do? And and so I didn't really get into it full time until November 2021 when somebody told me that I had some airdrops waiting for me because of Uniswap and pulled together. <laughs> and um, and I got like a I didn't even claim my it was like a tiny ENS drop because it was through status. I am which was like a wallet. It was like the first wallet with a DAP browser in it. Um, so anyway, that's that's how I got into it. And but November 2021, I I, I was like, I'm doing it full time now. So I just got I joined the Pool Together community and started taking notes. And and now I do biz dev for Pool Together and silly songs for for the Wasis, which is an NFT project. So yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So tell me more about Wooey. I want to I want to hear all about it. I, I would love to hear your pitch. Yeah. Just because it's it'd be I would love to inform my own pitch on pull together. Go for it. Yeah, sure. So we basically I'm gonna go like a, a couple of steps back to our story and how we got to what we is today. We basically both the co-founders, uh, me and Tino, uh, we've been every, every like always involved in charity and with nonprofits and everything else. And during 
2020 on quarantine in Argentina and from Argentina, we started thinking on, on how we can help in that situation. And that's where we started like thinking of a model where we can give incentives to people to participate and to donate. And well, going forward to that, we started uh, 2021 with everything related to blockchain and see. And so like a way to get the model to use technology and leverage in the technology to do something that in other ways is difficult to do. So basically we is, uh, what we like to say is we are here to use technology to incentivize and to inspire people. And people can be like users and companies both to make a greater impact in the world. And basically we act as a blockchain service account, very similar to what uh, Pull Together does in the sense that we allow the people to deposit their tokens. And when they deposit, they generate yield and they use that yield to generate donations. So basically it's using their like yield generating from their token. They can always withdraw and without any uh up period fees or anything else. So they're always free to move their tokens, but the yield is always related to a nonprofit. And here, what we thought is, how can we incentivize these people to deposit those tokens and to participate in this? And that's where we started thinking of different type of incentives and prices. And also this came from what we did in, during quarantine in Argentina uh, in our MVP, where we basically proposed like two types of prices, basically like being able to have unique experiences. They can be like traveling or experience with celebrities. And obviously the the like blockchain crypto side where you can get uh, different type of tokens and NFTs as like prices for the participation. And in that sense, works pretty similar to pull together. Basically, the user's deposit, you have a calculation about how much you deposit and the time you left it there. And they, they give the probability of winning and the winner is chosen using also chaining. And basically during our MVP, what we realized and what we did is create unique experiences with celebrities where they donate their time. And for example, uh, probably you won't know him, but he's, uh, he was an important tennis player. He was top five in the world for a lot of time. And he's now a rally pilot, David Narvandian. And what we did with him is we invited the winners to get a, a practice lap in his car then go and watch the official race from the team's point of view. So they were with the team and going from all the organization side. And they ended up in a barbecue in a Formula One museum here in Argentina. So basically it's giving like the opportunity for people to have like really crazy and unique experiences. And that as a reward for the donation and for helping others. In that time, it was in a campaign with the Red Cross, obviously for all quarantine and COVID-19 teams. But the idea is basically we connect prices and incentives with different charities and help them do the fundraising. And on our background side, what we saw on, on our like volunteering and, and working with nonprofit is that usually the fundraising side is one of the hardest things for the nonprofits because they, they have to constantly do fundraising to be able to get to do a great impact and to be able to help others. So we, we wanted to do is like use and leverage our like uh, knowledge and our experiences and be able to use that in a way that makes a great impact than just volunteering. So for example, if I go and do a 10 hours volunteering, probably the impact I make 
it's it's not like saying it's it's less, but the impact I can make using this technology and being able to help them fundraise is probably more than the impact as an individual in my case can do with the nonprofit. So basically it's that it's being able to inspire others to be able to donate and to generate yield in a way that makes an impact. And as we said, it's like giving a purposeful use to the technology of blockchain. So that's beautiful. That's awesome. I'm noticing the name is very interesting. Where did uh, Wooey come from? I know the answer because I read the docs, but I want to hear yeah. you tell it. Yeah. So basically, when we started thinking about Wooey, we started like, hey, what can we name it that has like a, a really stance behind it? And we took Wooey, that it means uh, in an African tribe language, it means help. So basically, it means help. Yeah, so that I guess that was my main question is why a Senegalese language? Like, how did that, were you just looking up different words and like for for help and then happened upon that? Or do you have like any connection to Senegal? No, it's basically we started thinking of words that make sense for what we want to inspire in others. And when we started thinking, obviously, when, when we chose the name, we started thinking, oh, hey, we, we will have to have our website. We will have to make like SEO, like sale for the, for our company. And it's a name that it's easy to make branding and to make like SEO content that when the people Google it, it's probably be one of the first ones there. Nice. Nice SEO and also fun to say. And so like, this is a fun concept. And when you're like, woo, fun. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It goes so, for there. <laughs> so, okay, I'm noticing though, if I, if I go to wooey.co, which is your website, um, there's a waiting list right now. So, and you just said that you did kind of like a test run during COVID. So what what's the next step? Like, what's your timeline? When, when are you doing another test run? Are you going to open up to everybody? What's the plan? So basically what we're doing today is uh, we are making the meta test for the platform. It's already developed, but we're doing like a, close beta testing for, for that platform. But we are, what we're actually launching nowadays is, um, we have another part of our company that it's basically on, on the side of giving transparency to donations, that it's also one of the pain points usually for nonprofits. We created the concept of proof of donation NFTs, where we want to give transparency to every donation. So for example, when you donate through us in the metadata of that transaction, we will have like, who donated, like the wallet who donated to which wallet for this nonprofit, how much and when. So the idea is to add transparency to the to the donations. But also most important for us is be able to generate like the impact identity for the users. So what we are starting today, uh, while we are doing the beta test for that platform, uh, we are working with nonprofits and doing something, basically something pretty similar to, I, I suppose, you know, POAP. Something very similar to POAP, where when a nonprofit uh, gets a donation from a donor, we will give them a proof of donation and start building the, from one side, the impact identity for those users, but also start creating like this kind of way of start the nonprofit generating their community, generating a way to interact with the users in a different way. And obviously, with this, we start generating our own community, start working with nonprofits. And after that, connect this with that with companies and we will end with the like code points to create the lost platform later. So basically we're generating all the conditions 
to prepare everything to the launch of that losses platform and using the yield to donate. And basically that's like our main roadmap today. So then the encouragement to the user is going to be, one, you get the experiences, you get chances at experiences. And then the second thing is like you have this soulbound token kind of POAP thing that uh, shows like your impact. Um, I forgot what you just said. You said like an impact score or I, impact identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. That's really that's really great. Is it going to be like within seasons? Like so, like it, it, the the cause changes. User user can pick their cause. And the same thing goes with experiences, right? Like you can only you know have one uh, experience with a you know superstar tennis player slash race car driver now. So yeah, you know, are you going to tier it? What's what's that look like? Yeah. So basically, um, both can work separately, but obviously on the pools they're going to be obviously the proof of the nation. And basically how the pools works is we get the, let's say, experience with a celebrity and work with a specific nonprofit on that case. And basically the people will know for which price they're running and which nonprofit they're helping. And obviously once we start uh, working, we're going to have like different pools for different nonprofits and different prices. And obviously as, as also as pool that works, as long as you like stay the deposit in the pool, you're going to continuously participate for different prices and generating donations for different nonprofits. But the idea is to be able to always know to whom you are donating and for what we are participating. And also on the other side, and, and as, as I was telling before, because the proof of donation also works separately for, from the pools, we can have uh, like collectibles with the NGOs directly and do campaigns directly with NGOs where they can say, for example, and something we're implementing now, we have an NGO who works uh, with animals and to rescue animals. And they have three different campaigns for different types of animals here in Argentina that are running on simultaneously. And what we're saying is, hey, when you donate to one of these campaigns, you're going to have the proof of donation with, let's say, an image from that animal. And if you collect the free animals, you get that different price. Or for example, they have like an ecological park. So you have a free entrance to the ecological park. And the idea is to create different ways of interacting uh, from the pool of the, from the proof of donation uh, point of view. So uh, you, you're from Argentina um, and there, there we yeah. talk about crypto adoption all the time and um, how in countries like Argentina, this might be uh, it might be an easier case to make uh, than, say, you know, in the United States. Um, so I, I'm wondering how, what, you know, what's it like in Argentina with the inflation? Um, you know, going February was like 100% inflation, prices doubled. Um, and then, and then, how does that uh, work with crypto for you? So basically, it's something very, very particular from Argentinians. But basically, most people can trust our our uh, coin, the, the peso argentino, because we always have inflation. And right now, as you were telling before, on February, we hit uh, 100% uh, inflation per year. So basically, the people always is looking like for a way to protect your, your money from the inflation. And mostly what they do is they go into, or what they did before, is go into dollar. So you have like two different type of... Uh, like uh, dollar prices, you have the official one that it's 
just just as like you make can make context, but for example, two hundred pesos today in the official market is one dollar, but you can't access the official market uh, freely because it's restricted. So basically, if you want to buy a dollar, you have to go to a parallel market that is around three hundred and eighty pesos a dollar. So it's almost twice the price. And you always and people always here been looking for ways to protect their money from inflation. Dollar is is the most most traditional one, but with crypto, they started getting the opportunity to have easier access and also more safe access for for this protecting their savings. Basically, because if you buy dollars, you have to keep it under the mattress here, and it's very like risky to do that. And obviously, working with crypto and having it in your wallet, in your crypto wallet, uh, you like have a safe, safer way to manipulate these, these funds. And obviously, uh, here, the adoption of crypto is, uh, I suppose it's more than most countries. I think there was only one country, I can't remember which one right now, but it's the only country that has more adoption than Argentina. And also what we have, it's like a really strong crypto community on the development side. Uh, basically, Open Zeppelin was founded with, from Argentinians, and we have a lot of companies and very big companies in the blockchain industry, also Poa, for example, that are Argentinian founders. So we have a, like a really strong cultural side now with everything related to blockchain. I mean, obviously, using crypto uh, in different ways, and also something very interesting and something that is happening today uh, in the US. I suppose you know about what happened with SVD, like Silicon Valley Bank. And that's something we have in our mind always because we in Argentina mostly don't trust on the banking system to protect us. And when we heard about like, it was, I think that first day, like morning, hey, there are some rumors about a bank run. And what as an Argentina, we think, and we, because we don't trust banks because Mostly there been a lot of what called, here is called corralito. It's basically when the bank say he, Hey, we won't give you the money because we don't have the money. And we have, we had a lot of experience with that. And on 20, like 2001, we have a very big corralito at like country level. So having the solution that blockchain brings and having like, Hey, you are your own owner of your money, anyone can touch it and you can have like your tokens, your wallet, your, your keys, your wallet and your money. So that's like a really strong use case for someone from Argentina. And it, it really makes sense. Everything we say, like from decentralization to, to like having like ownership of your money. And obviously we're using, we're, we're trying to use this thing that Argentina have and start also giving this purposeful use to what we see on the benefits of blockchain. So then your challenge is not to onboard people into crypto. It's to get them, get their attention then, because they're already there. Is that the case or you're still also trying to onboard? No, it's the two things. Basically, basically get the attention of the people who are today in crypto. Because, for example, you have a lot of uh, people that has basically the tokens in their wallet and they don't move it. They're like just saving those. And what we want to do is give them the opportunity to make an impact with those tokens. But we also say, if we want to have the volume necessary to really make an impact uh, for donations and for nonprofit, 
we really need a lot of people participating. And that's where the, the onboarding of fiat users to crypto comes. And one of the main ways we were doing and we are going to tackle this like challenge is one, through nonprofits, basically partnering with them and getting to onboard those first donors to using NFTs as a way of proof of donation, start getting the first steps uh, on everything related to, to blockchain from that side, but also give them the opportunity to, on the pool side, to participate from these prices. And because, for example, let's say we do something again with David Navadian or with Lionel Messi, and probably most of you know him, uh, most of his fans probably won't know anything about crypto. And we have to tackle those fans. And if we want, we want to get the volume, we really have to talk to everyone and not just the crypto users who follow those celebrities or like those, those type of prices. So basically, the idea is to be able to do a very easy on board for them to crypto and be able to use, uh, for, for instance, their credit card or something like bank transfers to unramp them from fiat to crypto. Obviously, for those users, it's going to be using a stable coin and not uh, a token that has volatile prices, but it's going to be a stable coin. And use those stable coins to participate on the pools and to be able to have these chances of winning these prices while making an impact and making this like a purposeful use case for them. So the idea is, yes, we, we, we want to onboard these, these users, fiat users fan base. And it's also one of the things that we know we have to make in order to have a really big volume of people participating and being able to generate really big funds for the nonprofits. I'm noticing that you're on, as far as your sponsors go or your partners, one of them is Polygon. So I assume that's where you're you're at now. But there's also Cello is on there as well. Yeah. So is that happening? Are we are 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 you there too? Um, and then and then also from the onboarding perspective, I mean, as far as the people that you talk to, the people that you know, what are they generally using when they use crypto? Yes. So basically, today we are starting with Polygon, and what we're testing is uh, using USDC on Polygon to generate the yield. But the funny story here is that with the people of Celo. We've always have a relationship and very good relationship with the guy who like works on the community in Argentina. He was one of the first uh, who we started working with our model. Basically, we met him on the beginning of 2021 through a common contact. And when we tell, told the, this common content, hey, we're doing this, we want to generate funds for nonprofit in this way and this way, he told us, hey, you have to meet this guy. He's working in Celo. Celo is very aligned with your like vision and the idea to make an impact and everything related to sustainability. So basically, we met this guy, uh, started working and talking every week with him, like a weekly session. And with him, we started giving some of the shape that today we has. Basically, he helped us with the model, with everything related to blockchain, and that's where the like the relationship with Celo comes. And also, obviously, as, as I was saying before, they're very in line with our vision and, uh, and the things we want to do in, in the impact side. So also it, it makes sense. But today we're still not working at uh, like contract level or something like that. It's mostly wanting to work in the future. And also on the, on what you, the other question you told me, like what type of tokens or, or what we're seeing, 
Today we're seeing a lot of movement uh, related to Polygon in, in some kind of way. But for us, the idea is to be able to create a product that is like multi-chain with different types of tokens. So the idea is not to generate a friction for the user to participate with us. So like we're going to use the main chains and main tokens and allow the people to use those. Because we don't want to say like, hey, you have this token and you have to bridge it to participate with us. We probably will lose that user. Or, hey, you have to swap those tokens and use this other token to participate. And, and those friction is what one, one of the things we want to eliminate in, in a way of participating. So we can like break the barriers and get everyone involved and participating. But obviously it's a big challenge on the technology side. Yeah, I got a delicious vegan sub from Satan's Helper in Bushwick today, and I'm standing in line and looking at Twitter like you do, right? You got some idle time. You got to check the, tw- the tweets. And Evgeny from Zarion posted about account abstraction and was asking the question, which way is it? Are you doing an Ethereum wallet plus bridges, or are you doing all one wallet per blockchain um, what does that look like? And so I, I, now that I can do 240 characters or whatever, I can, I can be lengthy. I actually used Zerion to do this like really cool. I had, I just had a couple wallets plugged into it and I was able to like, I didn't have enough gas in this wallet and I wanted to move my pool tokens to my cold storage. And so, but, but Zerion just made it like super easy. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Imagine. So I was like dreaming dreams on Twitter of like what account abstraction would look like. But yes, I, I think there's the the question of like, hey, the user shouldn't worry about what blockchain they're on or gas. They just they want to do stuff. Let them do stuff. And I think another thing is idle money. People have, you know, the coins that they have, right? The tokens that they have, the NFTs that they have, and they want to hold it. Holding is a very big part of crypto. But while you're holding it, you want to do stuff with it too. So it's like, what can you do with the idle stuff? And and that's beautiful that you can give to your favorite cause. You can give to um, nonprofits who generally nonprofits, they don't make their money at all by the, the micro donor. They make their money by the major donor. And so it'd be really cool to finally crack that nut, solve that problem and allow, give power back to the micro donor and like actually be like, no, maybe that actually could surpass major donors. I don't know. Dreaming dreams here. But I do think account abstraction is totally with that as well. Um, you know, redu- reducing friction as much as possible is is the key. And I think for both of us, for Pull Together and for Wooey, it's having that prize that is like a no-brainer prize. My name is Millie Yearly here in Discord because I'm manifesting that we're going to have a million-dollar prize. Or we could have an experience, and those are probably easier to do without a million dollars, like fly in a fly in a F-18 or with Tom Cruise or something like that. That would be really cool. Uh, so yeah, actually what, what, the, what we want to do and I want to make is eliminating this feature. And we like to say it's like a loss or, or, or a way of generating donations for free. And maybe, and, and we, what we're also thinking, and, and that's one of the drivers for us is usually the people who donate and who, who get involved with that, those kind of things are usually the same and they will probably keep on donating. But we also want to track a new like user base that in other cases they wouldn't be participating. And in this way, being able to donate just the yield and not their initial capital is a way of also eliminating frictions for them. Because and here in Argentina, you can see that a lot. People want to help, 
but they may not have the funds to say, hey, I can invest in $100 to this nonprofit. So the idea of being able to generate this yield and use that yield and, and not your initial capital is a very strong thing for this type of users that in other ways we probably won't we or a nonprofit won't be able to talk to them. And also the idea is to be able to generate like a new new way for donors and NGOs to get involved and also talk to a younger generation of people and be able to get this generation on board on the sustainability and on the fundraising and on the impact side. Also, at East Denver, the hackathon, correct me if I'm wrong, chat, but I think the project that won was basically WUI. It was pooling your funds together for um, to fund public goods, to fund you know, nonprofit works that would benefit the public. So there you go. I mean, the the judges voted, right? Yeah. So, so you guys are doing something right. Yeah, exactly. So this is one of the things that we started thinking of using the technology and leveraging on the technology. Today, it may be not yet there for mainstream, but it's it's coming faster than we know it. And also what we're going to do is be able to get the things right and be ready for that moment. So yeah, and, and we love that people are also doing this kind of thing because we, we like to say that we are not, like, they're not competitors, they're competitors. Basically, we collaborate and in, in like, I don't, I don't know how to say, but in same kind of way, compete, but the, the important side is collaborate. And as long as people are incentivizing and making an impact, it's great for us also. So, so it's great that people are starting to see the, like the big picture here and being, being able to use this kind of mechanics to generate donations and generate impact. Another thing is be, you being on Polygon, um, I just used Lens to do this uh, last week. My wife and I, we feed some cats around the corner or in our neighborhood. And, uh, and so we took a little camera out and we needed to see which of the cats needed to be fixed. Like there's, most cats have their ear trip trimmed a little bit so you can know so we set these little hunting cameras out and and got all these pictures of cats feeding and we found three cats that need to be trapped um but i posted it on lens and i said and i made it a paid collect and i said hey any you know any money that that you pay for this collect helps me buy cat food i raised i raised like 25 bucks which is like a a bag of a bit a massive bag of cat food so i'm gonna post i'm gonna buy the bag of cat food i'm gonna post it as like a thank you to people who collect this post but there's there's also yeah like just using lens as social to other ways that we can fund public good that we can fund nonprofits um that we can be a champion for as well so i'm really excited there's just like so much is moving in your direction um so my question is how can we help i know that there's this like wait list to sign up i don't know if you want the community to like overwhelm you with wait list signups uh that might be a good problem to have how can how can we help wooey at this stage yeah so obviously every feedback is welcome so we're very open to feedback you can write us on Twitter, LinkedIn, email, anything you want, uh, you can write us through there. And we're always open to that. And obviously, in every, in every way you think you can collaborate, it's always open. Today, we are also um, going through the, the first partnerships with nonprofits to start like getting the proof of donation there. So obviously, connection with nonprofits and everything related to those are most welcome. And on a second stage, I didn't talk about that much, that 
that much in this in this chat, but uh, we are also, as, as I was saying on the beginning, we also work and want to incentivize and inspire companies to participate. And basically in both of our products, uh, let's say on the pools and on the proof of donation, we have a relationship with the companies. And basically on the, on the pools, it's basically being able to give them also a way for them to generate impact. And what usually companies are, and every day it's coming more, they have to take care of everything related to ESG performance, environmental and everything else. So basically it's giving them also a tool where they can make impact, but they can also showcase and show what they're really doing and what they're helping. So there is also to be able to allow the companies to deposit and generate the yield, obviously in those cases, not winning the prices, uh, but also to help the nonprofits there and also be able to create like campaigns with us. For example, and, and an example with the proof of the nation, let's say, for example, uh, an important brand of uh, like, um, let's say sports uh, indumentary uh, wants to participate and wants to make a campaign where they help the Red Cross, let's say. And for everyone who participates and donate on those campaigns, will get a proof of donation with that brand uh, on the image of those proof of donation. But for every donor and for every proof of donation, they will have a 30% discount on their next purchase. So basically, in that way, they're also doing a campaign where they get to make the impact and get to showcase and invite other people to participate and to donate to those nonprofits, but also get a way of showing and a way of acquiring new users. So we have a thing where we work with the companies on the impact side and on the marketing side both. And the idea is to be able to connect them and to incentivize them to participate in impact campaigns and be able to obviously generate more funds for nonprofits. I love that. And I think that especially a lot of these big corporations have matching programs for their employees. So if employees give to nonprofits, the company might double, you know, might match their gift. Um, but in this way, the other thing is like all these companies don't know how to enter crypto or the metaverse or NFTs. Yeah. And they're looking for an easy, safe way. And POAP is one of those ways. I know that Amex is doing campaigns with POAP. Um, but this is this is like a no-brainer way. It's like, hey, no one's getting rich off of this. It's not speculative at all. We are the yield is going to a nonprofit and it drives sales because of the, you know, the discount that we can offer to those who are participating in this in this campaign. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Are you listening, Starbucks? Starbucks, do you hear us right now? Wooey is ready. They're ready. Exactly. The idea is to generate like this win-win situation with everyone. And we want to work with everyone. Like the nonprofit wins by getting more funds and more visibility to their campaigns. The company wins by having like easier ways to generate donations and also easier ways to showcase what they're doing. And obviously the people are winning because they get the chances to win these once-in-a-lifetime prizes, as we say. So for every angle, we want everyone to win. And the idea is to work with everyone and be able to participate with them. Okay, so here's here's another question that is similar to Pool Together's question. That Pool Together is moving into a hyperstructure. So we're we're creating a new version that allows for any coin, any yield source. Um, and is that a plan for Wooey that it's just may, maybe you want to hold ETH? Maybe you're an ETH maxi, not a USDC ma maxi, especially in the past couple of weeks or a Bitcoin maxi. 
Um, so like, is there, is there plans or an idea to maybe allow wrapped Bitcoin or ETH uh, to be deposited into WUI as well? Yeah, so the idea is, and, and it's something very interesting to, to think, we can leverage and we can learn a lot of what you guys are doing. I don't know. I, I think we talked about a little bit about that on, on our first meeting, but it's very interesting to think of being able to like generate these structures where with every yield source, obviously, as long as they're a safe yield source, uh, they can generate and leave their funds there and generate the yield and donate those yield. We're open to it. And obviously, that's something that we think that will come earlier than later. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not plugging more pull together products, but uh, but this is me plugging one is that we're we're working with Juno to create a pool together spending account. So not only can you save with pool together and win while you're saving, you can also spend with it. So you can keep your money there that you want to go spend on lattes and stuff in pool together and spend it and then, you know, top yourself back up. So you still get the chances to win. So, so anyways, similar product could be, you know, we're just sharing each other's playbooks right here, you know, like maybe that could be a thing, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's super interesting what you're saying. And and one of the things we, or I, I was asking and I want to get an update is you announced these things on if Denver and I saw the question in the chat. I couldn't go to if Denver this year. It's, I got a lot of meetings here and we, we couldn't make the time, but uh, it's very interesting what you're saying. And, and we want to be able to create these kind of things and we have to keep that chat open and see see what goes through there. For sure, yeah, yeah, definitely. And and, and when you were saying with like, um, you know, you want to have safe yield sources pull together. The next version will pull together wants to be like non upgradable contracts, like the current V four. It's non upgradable. No one owns it. It's out there. It's going. If there's a vulnerability in it, it's it's toast. We got to do something else. So it's the same thing with this next version. It's like we're gonna audit audit it to death. Uh, make sure it's safe and easy to use and permissionless. Anyone can add whatever yield source or token they want, even malicious ones. However, just like Uniswap, you would see like the official approved list or something like some sort of like, uh, you know, these these are the the certified ones. And then there's other ones that anybody can make, but still allowing for permissionlessness. So. But yeah, we're, we'll share playbooks, we'll compare notes, we'll admire each other from afar, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, we'll do PulleyCon again. So maybe we can next year have Wooey present on, um, you know, the next iteration, what you found out in 2023. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. I'm always open and, and getting to meet people there. And I saw the initial that total your, uh, your comment there. We, we have a global mindset. So the idea is to be able to get this everywhere. Uh, obviously, and, and we're starting the first steps here in Argentina, but it's going to be very fast and we, we want to work with everyone and everywhere. So we, we will get there to Dominican Republic as well. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Joaquin, thanks so much for your time today. This is awesome. Uh, everybody sign up for the wait list. Let's uh, let's let's continue to think about corporate sponsors. If you got the connects that wanna that wanna try out crypto in a new safe way, that could onboard some users and and build their sales. And then also thinking about like nonprofits and just just who could really benefit from uh, a campaign with Wooey. This is really exciting and looking forward to the future of working together. Yeah, of course, we're fans of what you're doing, and also we get, we got a lot of inspiration inspiration of what you do and your model. So obviously we we are here to 
to get to know each other better and get to work together. And let's hope that you also get the your objective of the million dollar prize. Let's go there. And for everyone who's listening, yeah, and for everyone who's listening, if you wanna give us any comment or want to know more, you can go and hit us on our Twitter. We are wooey. We are wooey on Twitter on the tweets. All right, thanks so much. Well, have a great time and let let's get another meeting someday. That's right. Cool. All right. Thank you everyone for listening. Have a great day. And it looks like it looks like you got DDT uh, is is already signing up to help you out. So yeah, let's go. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> D, uh, he, Denisa produces the podcast for us. So okay, that's great. Well, Denisa, let's talk. Also, don't play top golf with him. Top golf, he's dangerous. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's good to know. Good to know. <laughs> All right, take care. Wow. Thanks for listening to the Pull Together Community Podcast. You can visit pulltogether.com to deposit. And we'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. So visit the Pull Together Discord and let us know.